0: Thank you for choosing to listen to Mummy on a Break podcast. I am Maria Newman, otherwise known as Mummy on a Break. My journey to becoming Mummy on a Break started back in 2016. That was the year I took voluntary redundancy whilst on maternity leave with my second baby and without really having a plan. The only thing I knew at that moment was that I needed to change my job. And if I didn't seize the day and take my chance, I'd be in the same job doing the same thing up until the time I retired. The thought of that scared me. So long story short, I embarked on my journey of being mummy on a break, which actually started with my decision to start my own business. And by following a very windy road, it led me to create the life I really wanted. I now help women who were like the old me. I help busy working mums who are tired and exhausted take back control and create the life they really want. If you want to find out more about how I can help you, then check out my website mummyonabreak.co.uk and click on work with me. However, for now, sit back, relax, and enjoy this podcast episode. Welcome to the Mummy on a Break podcast. My name is Maria Newman and I am Mummy on a Break. You can find out more about me and Mummy on a Break on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. The last two series of this podcast have been about interviewing others, however this series is all about me and my thoughts. The topic of conversation is how my childhood has influenced my parenting. Now there's so much information out there for us as parents to go and find, whether it's a book, searching the internet or turning to experts, but during my journey so far in parenting I've actually found that it's my own childhood that has shaped How I am as a parent, the most. This is my personal podcast. So, today's episode is all about managing body image. Let me paint you a picture. When I was younger, I had the typical structure of a young Greek girl slightly tubby, frizzy wavy hair, and those standard NHS pink glasses. It wasn't like today. Today, in my daughter's class, there are quite a few girls and boys who wear glasses. But when I was in school nearly 40 years ago, I was the only one. I really didn't need anything else to make me stand out. There was enough going on to make me look different. So there you go. I was this little stocky Greek girl whose friends, as far as I was concerned, were dainty English girls. So really... I feel like I've always been aware of my body and my weight just because I look different because I came from somewhere other than here in Britain. I can't pinpoint the trigger, but I can say it's probably due to a number of reasons why I'm so aware of my body and my weight. I can also remember my mum being very aware of her own weight when I was younger. She never said anything to me about my weight, though, but I know she was aware of hers. She was regularly weighing herself, for example. Plus, I would get teased by some of my relatives for being chubby. I know they didn't mean anything by it, but it stuck with me. I used to also get some comments from my school friends. I even remember my ballet teacher once saying that I was drinking too much pop. The funny thing was, at the time, I had no idea what she was talking about when she said pop. Eventually, I did figure it out. She was telling me she thought I was drinking too much fizzy drinks. So for a long time, I was paranoid about my weight. Maybe you could say a little obsessed. And yes, I'd weigh myself regularly. My problem (laughs) was I enjoyed food too much. So although I was on the plump side, I wasn't necessarily going to do anything about it. The thing is, I was never fat. I just had puppy fat, chubby But the point is, it doesn't matter what your actual size is. Body image is very personal. You might have the body that others envy. But if you're not happy with what you see, you're not happy. It's that simple. For me, I was happy in my own skin for a while until others pointed out that I was a little plump. I remember though, I did go on my first diet when I was in my early teens. And as a treat for losing weight, my mum took me to New Look, the only fashionable clothes shop in our town, to get a new set of clothes. I was so chuffed. I was that pleased that I practically lived in the same set of clothes for months. But that didn't stop me from being aware of my weight. You see, once you become aware of your weight, it's really difficult to not be aware of it. Externally, you may have a nice figure. But if you're struggling with your weight, if you've ever struggled with your weight... What others see becomes irrelevant. They might compliment you, but it's irrelevant to you unless they are confirming the negative views you have on yourself. Sad to say, but that's how it feels. So how has this affected the way I parent my children, how I talk to my children about body image. Well, I am extremely careful of what I say to my children and the language I use because I know what it's like. I know what it feels like. I don't want either of them having a negative view of themselves I never mention my weight or anybody's weight in front of them. And I also don't talk about their appearance in a negative way either. Because I don't want them to become aware of it. There's no need to. The other thing is, I'm not just talking about weight. Because obviously body image is about appearance in general. So I always want to emphasise to my children... The positives about them. So for example, I obviously know that my children are gorgeous. But I try to emphasise their inner qualities. Like how they can be really kind to each other. And how they like to look out for each other. Which is fine. As long as the people around them who influence them are, I suppose, within... My control. The thing is, as they get older, they will be influenced by others. Their friends, the media. That's where I'll lose the ability to protect them 100%. To shield them from thinking that they need to be a certain way. To look a certain way. However, I do genuinely believe that it's a lot better than it used to be the images out there are becoming more realistic than when i was younger in the 70s and 80s a dent has definitely been made in starting to change the models that are used so that they are real women real men images are being interfered with less less photoshopping And celebrities are becoming more real. Plus, the public have become really, really vocal in calling people out when they see an image that clearly looks like it's been tampered with or if they see something that does not show the real world. The thing is... My main issue is actually social media. Yes, I use it and yes, I enjoy using it. But now it means that there is no escape unless you are brave enough to step away and not worry about what people think. Social media is out there. It's everywhere. And there will be a point where my children will want to be on social media. If I'm being honest... I'm not confident about how I'm going to handle this. I don't want them to feel isolated because they're not using social media or that they can't do something. But at the same time, I don't want them to be exposed to all the noise before I think that they are ready to handle it. The only thing I can do is slowly educate them and give them the tools to make good judgments. Help them be comfortable in their own skin so that it really doesn't matter what they see or what people say. They know who they are and they're happy with who they are. I count myself very lucky that I have confident children and believe me, They might be young, but neither of them takes kindly to being pushed around. And although their personalities could change in the future, I'm hoping that through good parenting, they will be resilient and have the confidence to accept and love who they are inside and out. So that's managing body image. If you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, then please like, share, follow and subscribe. Thanks for listening.